0: Welcome to another edition of the landlord and tenant pod mess the only podcast that has the balls to ask the question can a landlord and tenant be buddies hi everybody i'm one of your hosts i'm landlord james
1: and i am the other host i'm tenant mike and before we get any further i would like to apologize to the listeners and acknowledge that there is a bit of Uh, construction work going on on my balcony here in the building, so you might hear some hammering, you might hear some power tools. Uh, Don't get nervous and and think that that it's your fault.
0: Yeah, usually I would never... I mean, I wouldn't arrange for repairs to happen in the building. In my opinion, I'm more libertarian about it. If you live there, it's up to you to figure it out. You you literally own the building. It's your responsibility to... We had a dog squished by some falling concrete on the second floor, so they're making they're making us do uh, do balcony repairs. So that's the deal with that. Sorry, podcast listeners, if there's a bit of noise.
1: I used to love that dog, Jimmy. He was a golden retriever, and just to to think that he got squished after all the joy he brought people in this building. He didn't deserve
0: to to get squished. Well, you know, a lot of people get squished eventually. You know, he had a good run. Well, I guess we'll have to. Yet another thing we don't agree on.
1: Uh, so, James, how was your week? Uh, you're still, of course, staying with me, crashing on my uh, on my bed.
0: I'm crashing on my own couch because you you're having financial difficulties. You know what's funny? Here you are saying, here you are crashing with me. It's like it's actually been sort of fine i don't even think about it as me crashing with you anymore i just kind of think of it as my place in a way my bedroom and well everything. it is my apartment like yeah i know but you know when you crash somewhere long enough you just kind of get used to it right so i'm actually fine you know i'm kind of hey, this is temporary I, i'm sure i'll get back to my uh, place soon but in the meantime it it's kind of fine you know i'm i'm crashing in your place i'm kind of um living the everyman lifestyle for a bit and Slumming I have, it. <laughs> I am literally slumming it. This is a kind of a slum. And I am I have to admit, you know, I, I took this job at the CN Tower, Mike's place of employment, just kind of for a bit of extra cash and yeah. something to do during the day. And honestly, I'm kind of enjoying it. It's actually pretty fun. I, uh, I go in, everyone there is really great. You know, Chad, Carol, Beth, Mike, Brian, Daniel, Rory, Brett, Sean, Carter, Tony, Tina, but, all those guys are great. R- Rory was even nice to you? I, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I've, there. I, I've met like so many friends there. Everyone there's so great. I have to admit, it's kind of for me almost like going to a social event every day. It's pretty fun.
1: And <laughs> that's very interesting and kind of frustrating for me to hear because I've worked there for about eight years and, you know, I, I never thought people were very friendly. No one's very friendly to me, my colleagues there, especially Rory. I'm a Very surprised to hear that Rory has been nice to you. People are generally kind of cold to me. So, I mean, I don't know uh, what you're doing differently, but... uh, Well,
0: Rory and I bonded over our, you know, mutual love of getting inked uh, tattoos. Yeah, he has lots of... he's sleeves, they call them. Yeah, he's got some sleeves. I'm thinking about getting a sleeve or two. And a leg. sleeve. Um, I don't know what to tell you, man. I get along with everyone there. They're cool. You were complaining about the CN Tower gift shop yeah. all the time. It's actually a pretty cool place. Well, um, I, and they uh, let me play. Like, they've been letting me smoke, like, not to talk at a school, but smoke weed there. What? Uh, yep. They've been letting me uh, play music, like, DJ in the, the store. Well, so I've been bringing my turntables because I've been getting into DJing, and I've been playing, like, EDM. It's actually really cool.
1: EDM in the CN Tower gift shop? Yes.
0: My God. So, and first of all, and I also know that I know that now
1: weed is legal in Canada, and that's fine. But I can't believe they're letting you, you know, toke up in your place of work. It just doesn't seem. I don't like the idea of that, you know, with those CN Tower trinkets and the it, different, you know, uh, paraphernalia. I can't believe. You're oh, smoking what? There. What
0: are you worried about? This the the it'll get stinky. It'll get smoke on it, Mike. If you're cool, you like the stink. Okay. Well, you can you keep seek the stink. out the stink. Anyway, um, my week's been good. It's been fun being at the CN Tower. I'm getting along with everybody. Yeah, it sounds it's, like it. it's it's uh, it's been fine. And it sounds like you've been having a good week. Yeah. How about you? Um.
1: <clears throat> pardon me. Excuse me. Frog I'm, in your throat. Frog. That's not all. that's in my throat. I got bile. I haven't had the best week. You may have noticed, listeners, that I was surprised to hear about what's going on at the CN Tower gift shop. Right now, because the truth is, I haven't been there recently. Ever since Jane, I really regret suggesting that you get a job at the CN Tower gift shop. Because ever since you arrived, it sort of ruined, you know, my rhythm. I I don't like going to work as much. Everyone likes you. You're, you know, people smile when you walk by, and I just feel like I've been eclipsed by you. So, I asked management to transfer me to a different tower so that I could not have to see you all the time, basically. So recently, I've been working at the Skylon Tower in Niagara Falls, the Skylon Tower gift shop, uh, on the Canadian side of the falls, of course. And I've been commuting back and forth from Toronto six days a week to this job, and it's uh, taking its toll on me, mentally and physically. How,
0: <laughs> How long a drive is that? It's about, uh, well,
1: I-, I take the Go bus, so it's it's like two, sometimes two and a half hours, depending on traffic. Each way. Yes, each way. So, I have to wake up very early in the morning to get on the go bus there. I have to work all day with frankly unfriendly people and take the go bus back. And the Skylon Tower also, it's uh just some facts. It opened in 1965. It's 160 uh meters tall. That's 520 feet. Whereas the CN Tower is 1820 feet. So it's I'm having a bit of a hard time adjusting to working for a smaller tower. It's it's substantially smaller than than the CN Tower and uh the products in the gift shop aren't as good. Anyway, Club. the uh clientele at the Skylon Tower are also not as nice as the CN Tower clientele. They're frankly the dregs of society and uh What do you I, mean? I feel like a little bird has been kicked out of the nest before he was ready to fly because you came and, you know, shouldered your way into my place of work and uh suddenly there was no room for me anymore. So
0: I don't know what to tell you, Mike. Like this is a typical Canadian socialist mentality. Oh, I don't want other people to do well cuz then my life will suck. How about you just do well and why don't you find a taller tower to work at? Why don't you go to, well, Burg go to Dubai? Arab. Yeah. Jeez, man. Like I'm not going to hold myself back just cuz you know your life isn't great. All right, maybe I'll go to Dubai. Maybe we'll uh, I'll Skype in for next week's episode. Well, that'd be great. <laughs> I'm not going to Dubai.
1: Um in case any listeners are nervous.
0: Well, you'd fit right in there, religious fanatic. Yeah. Wouldn't fit in. Different religion. Anyway, you want
1: to say thank you to some of our favorite listeners, didn't you?
0: Yes. You know, as you can obviously tell listening, we we're, uh, we don't have a ton of money to spend right now. There's a few podcast bills we were hoping to cover on Patreon. And some people have uh, helped us out. Thank you so much. Who can we shout out to? You know what? Here's one guy who was very generous on Patreon, and I sent him a Facebook message to say thank you, and he didn't. I don't think he checks Facebook, so I'm just <laughs> going to say his name anyway. Sean Carter, thank you so much, Sean and, Carter.
1: Yeah. Now that reminds me of another person with that name, Jay Z. So J- is it Jay Z? Who's, who's
0: I don't know. Some his money? profile pic did not look like huh. Jay Z, and it. Says Maybe he, he is from Ontario, but <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he had to change his profile pick so that
1: Beyonce wouldn't find out that he is donating to an obscure Canadian podcast and get in trouble.
0: Uh, I, mean, you know I mean it's I mean, look, I I attract a sort of the um you know some high end cool <laughs> listeners. So yeah, it's definitely possible. Well, if whoever that Sean Carter is, thank you. Thank, thank you, and thank you, all the Patreon yeah. people. And, you know, no pressure, but if you get the chance to friggin' go over to Patreon, man, help us out. And actually, once we hit a certain goal, we're gonna do a bonus episode only for Patreon people, and we're really close, so... A
1: hundred American dollars, because that's how Patreon works. Is it American? Well, hmm. It is. Uh, and if you want to donate, patreon.com slash landlord is Thank where you, you everyone.
0: go. Maybe time to go to our segment. This week's segment is
1: a an old familiar favorite. That a lot of people have emailed us about. It's a segment that sort of looks at what happens when uh, you behave in a way that you're you
0: weren't expecting, and it's a segment called Brain Farts. And we have two different uh, theme songs for Brain Farts. So here's my, in my opinion, the superior version of the theme song.
2: <laughs> Brain, Brain farts. farts.
0: And here's my version of the theme song. <laughs>
2: Brain fart!
0: I think we know the winner there. Like nails on a chalkboard, yours is. Anyway, why don't I uh, tell my first brain fart of the week? Yeah, you had a few brain farts. I did. It was a week full of brain farts. One of them, the first one, I had agreed to go on a date with Sandra, who works at the CN Tower gift shop. You know Sandra. Yeah, she agreed to go on a date with you yeah and we we agreed to go out on wednesday night and i i I, we made the date and i totally forgot i had already arranged to go for drinks with dylan tom and morgan from the cn tower on wednesday night so it was just like brain fart
1: so you over you double booked yourself that's
0: yeah it was fine i ended up going for drinks early on and then um and then went for the date (laughs) at night so
1: it's fine fuck those people what they? I'm sorry, to swear. I just I worked with them for years. They never anytime I'd be like, "Hey, you guys want to hang out?" They just never. Yeah, but your
0: hanging out would be like, "Oh, yes. why don't we go look at the at a park and whistle together?" No,
1: it was to go to the Elephant and Castle and have a like traditional, you know, English pub experience, and <laughs> that's what it was.
0: Well, if you did, you call it and let's have a traditional yes. English pub experience because that, like, yeah, I did. Anyway, nice to know that.
1: You're thriving there. Uh, can I do my yes? Brain fart? So my first brain fart this week is tied into how exhausted I am from commuting back and forth between Toronto and Niagara Falls to my new job at the Skylon Tower on the Canadian side of the falls. Um, so I, I went to the Starbucks near the Skylon Tower, and I ordered my coffee, and I meant to pay with my um, bank card, with my debit card. But I was so tired and, and frustrated that I accidentally handed the barista my Toronto library card and the barista told me this and I just started laughing so hard because I just was I didn't realize what I was doing, so that's a brain fart. And I laughed very hard for a long time, and the barista just sort of became like silent and uh, asked me to give the right card.
2: Hmm.
0: Well, uh, sounds like everything's fine Class- in your brain. Yeah, classic brain fart. Okay, my second brain fart is... Um, we should open the window. There are a lot of uh, brain farts here. Ew. That would be gross if when you had a brain fart, it, a Ugh. stink came out of your ear. Light a candle or a match. <laughs> my second brain fart is that night when I went out um, with Dylan, Tom, and Morgan from the CN Tower. Um, we uh, We all went out for dinner at a strip club and um, when I was there, I went to the bathroom, and you won't believe this, by the toilet, I found an envelope of with $800 inside it. must have, like, you know, a strip club, there's high rollers there, must have fallen out of someone's pocket. So we ended up having this wild dinner, wild night, and it was all completely pain, paid for. That's- brain fart! You First of all, that's not a brain
1: fart. That is like a piece of absurd good luck that of course ha- happens to you, but also you're eating dinner in a strip club that seems disgusting yeah. and can i ask why well it's not a i don't know that i don't think it just sounds like a nice place to eat so is it sanitary all that you know different hairs
0: and liquids in the hairs atmosphere the there? liquids give me a know. break it's some of the that is some of the best food in toronto if you have a lunch or dinner or even friggin breakfast at a strip club are you kidding me? So you're telling me there were no hairs or liquids in your food?
1: No, no. From the strip club. All right, that's mean? not. But it's not a brain fart. That's just a piece of um, dumb luck. Whatever. Um, my second brain fart this week. Um, also related to my new job in Niagara Falls. I am so tired and sleep de- deprived and angry that um, you know, rookie mistake. I keep calling the Skylon Tower the CN Tower when I'm talking to customers, mm. uh, and my colleagues there uh have made fun of me for this you know it's a brain fart i'm not used to the Skylon tower i still think of myself as a cn tower employee mm. and i get they make fun of me and they call me names they call me stupid and uh, an idiot and like a piece of shit and then i got a written warning from my manager to not do it again so <laughs> brain fart
0: yeah yikes hmm skyline tower Oh, well, good luck with all that. Okay, moving on to my third and final brain fart. I went on a date with, as I mentioned, a lady from the CN Tower. Yeah, yeah. And um You did mention it already, yes. Right. And then without thinking, I had agreed to a date with another per- woman from the CN Tower. And I realized like, oh my god, here I am and I'm i I'm going out with two girls at work right. on two different nights. Well, this is a dangerous situation. This is a dumb situation, and so I was so it was like it was a total brain fart, is right. what I'm saying. Luckily, yeah. I did tell each of them. I just have to be honest. I am also going on a date with the other person. Oh, they must have been mad. No, they were both super, super fine with it, and actually even kind of into it. So brain fart. So you, uh, you had a, like a triple date? No, just two. Two different dates, but they were both fine with it, and you know, we're we'll, we'll see what happens. How the do they go? I know you're on a period of, like you're in a break with your regular Yeah, uh Nadia partner. and I are on a break and we're getting out there and seeing people and yeah, they both went, I mean, as well as they can go. I won't I'm not gonna kiss and tell on a podcast, but let's just say uh pretty good. <laughs> Alright. Um Alright, my third and final
1: brain fart before we put this puppy to bed. Puppy to bed that reminds me of that poor, squished Jimmy dog. Yes. Um, my third and final brain fart is that uh, on Thursday, coming back from Niagara Falls from my job at the Skylon Tower, I was exhausted and mad, as I've already made clear, and there was a big guy sitting beside me on the go bus, and he pulled out of his, uh, his coat pocket, it was disgusting, a big, stinky roast beef sandwich, and oh, God, did it smell smelled up the whole thing and i felt sick and i just I, I lost it and i snapped and i grabbed the roast beef sandwich from him and just threw it to the front of the bus and it sort of hit the windshield while we were on the highway and the go bus driver pulled over and i was asked what? to leave oh god the go bus where were you and i was just fuming where was the bus so mad pardon me well, was the bus we had not we had just left Niagara (laughs) Falls and just hit the highway so god I had to walk back to the go station and wait for the next bus and I didn't get home till well after 1am but I was so mad that the guy had the roast beef sandwich it was stinky and
0: I was a total meltdown on the bus so brain fart I guess okay well um I guess we'll leave it at that that's the segment that is brain farts so once again um here's my theme
2: Brain Brain Farts.
0: Farts. And here's my theme.
2: Brain Brain Farts. Farts.
0: Okay, well, why, that was pretty good. Whew. Why don't we take a break yeah. and come back with our guest?
1: and welcome back to the show everybody. It's time for you to dim the lights and put on some uh, scary Halloween sound effects in the background because
0: our episode this week has a theme of fear. That's right. Um like we said, how, it's a it's a freaky time of year. So we thought let's delve into this fear thing. And our guest here this week is an
1: expert in fear, and she's going to tell us all about fear and how it works and why why we some of us love it, and some of us hate it. Please welcome to the show our guest, Allison Hogg. Oh
3: my gosh! Thanks so much for having me here. Thanks for being it's so, on. It's so cozy. It's so cozy Thank in you. here. Yeah. Thank you. It's it a, smells a lot like. Do you guys like hot dogs?
1: Well, uh, we're on a bit of a budget, and uh, we are a couple of guys,
2: yeah. so yes, we
0: are eating a lot yeah, of uh, it's a distinct hot distinct aroma,
2: and, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I've
0: been trying uh, to, um, as I mentioned last episode, uh, grow my face out a bit, get it a bit oh. bigger, so oh. I've been drinking more <laughs> right? and um, eating a lot of nitrates. Really? And, uh, You're
3: trying to thicken the face, like yeah. just get a, a wider... Just well, a wider, I Jane yeah,
0: I find in dating it helps you stand out from the from the crowd a bit if you've got a very big moon face as yeah, I call that's it, an so. approach that's
3: an approach
1: as a and I hate to put you on the spot, but as a woman, do you think that's a, a good uh tactic for a single man to use to have a big wide face because I think it's a bad tactic personally um,
3: you know it's really odd, I don't really have a preference for a skinny or a wide face, so oh. I mean, look if it. it Dating is all about feeling comfortable and confident. And if you think, you know, an extra couple inches on each side, on each cheek, mm-hmm. it's going to get you there. I think that that's, you know, the yeah. way to
0: go. Like, I know people say, you know, it doesn't matter. You can have a smaller, medium, smaller size head and it's women don't mind it, but... Even if that's true, I'll feel better knowing I have those extra couple inches. Mm-hmm. How well, many inches you are you rocking on your face this week?
1: Because you do. I see you taking measurements every few days.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, right now, end to end, I'm uh, at about uh, nine inches, which is very, very big. Average yeah. is I think five and a half. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So, it's quite big. Your yeah, face, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
3: I mean, also uh, next to yours, Mike, because you've got oh, quite a narrow. I've got a little tiny yeah. bugger of a face. It's, yeah. it's quite oval. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Your face has the look of a deflated balloon. I always think.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, you know what's cute is you guys are like a regular, like a regular Bert and Ernie over here. That's you know a what I mean? Right.
0: Observation. Yeah. Because oh.
1: yeah. uh, we share the same little space, and uh, some people wonder about our like uh, what what our relationship is exactly. No, that's what? right. No, they don't like Ernie and bert
3: oh
0: really? Nobody... no one no one ever questions no. that for you are you kidding me no. is that a big they... hey look uh are you afraid of that <laughs> no but i'm just saying yeah. i mean they might wonder why i am friends with mike no offense totally different social circles and so everything circles but i don't think they think anything other than that I'm, i don't
1: know <laughs> anyway uh ernie and bert aren't scary and you're here to talk oh, about fear.
3: That's right. I mean, okay. I will say um, you did you did refer to me as a, a fear expert, and I am a couple credits f- shy of being an actual expert expert. Oh, oh yeah, shut yeah, down it's, it's the more, podcast. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I'm not quite an expert per se. I've, I've been taking some online courses for um, a little over ten years. It's been taking me. Wow. It's, on, it's an online program. Um, Interesting. Wow. And. Uh, yeah, it's kind of something I dabble in. Uh it's not a full-time thing and it's actually, you okay. know, to really buckle in and become a fear expert does, you know, take a lot of wow. commitment. You so could
1: I've... become a doctor almost faster than than a fear. Oh
3: yeah, ab- absolutely. I mean, if if I were to become an expert, I, I might be able to call myself a doctor Right. Uh, cuz it could be um oh. there it is. There, they do offer a PhD program in, in fear in, in fear wow. studies. So Wow. Mm-hmm. Um are
0: there, is, are there a lot of jobs that come from that kind of degree?
3: Oh, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, of course you can consult on things uh haunted houses, um oh, movies. God. Uh, they they do call in experts for most of those things. I mean, how right. do you think the Halloween haunt really started or uh, you know, the Fear Fest? Can- is it Fear Festica is is that called the Halloween haunt? I confuse. There's You're a Casaloma. The two guys. Uh, that's I think. right. There's <laughs> a spooky thing that happens at Casaloma as well, which um, Right.
0: But know, that ma- that makes sense. Like if a haunted house, you know, it, they if they want to wonder Oh, is this thing scary? Who are you going to ask? You got to ask a fear.
3: Absolutely, expert. and I mean, there's also you know, there's there's a lot of different fields in, in fear. I mean, it's the study of of how humans react to fear as well. Right. So you, you can get quite um, scientific in that, and you know, oh. track heart rates and mm. brain waves and stuff like that, and you know, really figure out how to spook someone out. You know, um, I'm
1: I don't mean to. Um, Discount your studies and what you've been focusing I think on. you're about to. Well, I'm just saying, I'm just thinking off the top of my head here. If I owned a haunted house business and I was like, hmm, I need to consult with someone, would I go with an academic or would I hire a convicted uh, killer and get their opinion and maybe arrange it with the government to have the let's be honest, the man released from jail for a day and come and inspect the site and offer his
3: Well, see, that's where you're wrong um, uh, in, in a number of ways, but uh, the, the glaring one is that um, they're in jail. It's hard to get them out. But also uh, well, uh, uh, killers, like serial killer, often doesn't experience emotions in the same way that we do. They're not really afraid right. of anything. So they really have no idea why they're scary. I'm sure if they saw someone with, you know, a mask and a knife, they'd be like, am I looking in the mirror? (laughs) Or they'd just be like, oh yeah, that's a nice casual look. I like that. So Uh, I wonder if... They don't get afraid.
1: If like a serial killer did design a haunted house, it would just look like eerily normal.
3: Oh yeah, but to to a commoner, (laughs) a a normal fearful person, you know, it would be like, you know, dripping sheets and, uh, you know, uh, weird dolls and you know like just skin hanging around which is what you know most serial killers
1: Jeffrey Dahmer is. used to keep a uh, well he have body parts in his fridge
3: Yeah I mean right next to broccoli and stuff that's yeah. that that's weird yeah. How
1: is a serial killer like Jeffrey Dahmer different from say uh, someone like uh, Pennywise who oh. is a you know oh. a fake man The
3: the most scary clown ever yeah. I'd say Did you guys see it
0: I remember it- I remember seeing the uh, Tim Curry one uh, as a kid and it really damaged my brain. Mm-hmm. That was scary. The
3: remake is fantastically scary. So I is the new get,
1: Pennywise? I, hey, is I he an Englishman English? as well?
3: Um, it's actually played by um the, one of the Scars kids. There's like twelve of them. Oh. But uh so
0: he's a hunk.
3: <laughs> no, he's he's actually like.
0: The not cute one. What? He's kind of the creepy one, to be honest. How is that possible? The blonde guy really—he's
3: very beautiful. Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah, this guy's Bill Skarsgård. He's got very big.
0: Oh, go on. Big,
3: <laughs> really big eyes and quite a large mouth. But and, what? and they're Scandinavian. They are Scandinavian. So yeah. we had Pennywise
1: played by Tim Curry who was yeah. English. Now we have a Scandinavian yeah. guy. I'm having trouble keeping track I know, of.
3: I know. But they all got he's, you know Pennywise's voice is very like hello Georgie like it's like a very deepy like deep. uh, you know what? It really it, it's my it, I would say I think it's one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. Really? Cuz oh. I do I do not care for clowns. I haven't since I was young. And uh that Penny Pennywise is no joke there. He's <gasps>
0: he's the creepiest. Why do we, why do people find clowns scary? Because on surface, they shouldn't be. They're fun, sort of, you know, uh, Fun men.
3: Yeah, they're supposed to bring joy. And I think that that inherently is creepy. Fun men. You know people that are just a little too happy? Yeah. You know, they cross that line. Exactly. Did you?
1: Maybe there's something. Yeah, yeah. Like, no one wants to see a man having fun. There's something just, like, innately creepy. Especially
3: at a child's birthday party. Yeah. You know? Right. Just the one adult that's...
0: He's having a little bit too much of a good time. He's, he's
3: smiling a little too broadly. I it's don't, like huh. those
0: commercials where uh, like, actors are sitting on a couch pretending to watch a sporting event, and then they jump up. Yeah! That's kind of creepy, I guess. Uh, yeah. yeah. And also... I think another reason why clowns are creepy, maybe, is because they they somehow seem neutered. You know? They seem very non-sexual. Absolutely. And it's like, why are you so happy? Why are you so non-sexual? So you want, mm-hmm. you'd feel more comfortable if
1: you could know for sure that a clown what
0: is i mean you You want to see more of the figure like no like a
1: physically
3: stunning clown (laughs) you'd prefer to see a fitted clown suit so we can really see the contours of the body and like make sure that you know they're rocking it Uh,
0: i don't know they just seem like they're they're distracted like you know I, i don't know how to put this i don't know how to put this they seem i mean i'm not saying if you're if you're um you know asexual or anything that that's great but there's something about the way clowns go about it that seems curious like something they've been maybe chemically castrated or yes, or, exactly. or physically you. castrated okay. you know what you often see with clowns in movies and stuff is that they're like they're dark clowns in a twisted carnival or mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. you know what i mean the idea of a twisted carnival is so interesting and and foreboding <laughs> yeah i know yeah. It's a freaky idea. You go show up to a carnival and there's some weird like five dollars to come in and it's some guy with some weird hand. You know what I mean? And then you go into a tent and there's like someone's eating poo or something. What?
3: Have you you know been, what are talking about? Have you ever been to one or are these?
0: Tent is with this, is poo? this just
3: what you think common <laughs> a common carnival is? Or?
0: Well, I wouldn't be caught dead at one, so well, yeah. Well yeah, so okay. Yeah, that's just a guess. When I've never been to the X, but
1: yeah, there's no tent with people eating No,
3: there, I mean, there's a, there, yeah, there's, a, there's a place where there's cows. There might yeah. be uh, poo, poo there.
0: Well, I just felt like it's all these sort of traveling folk who are like, time to set up the... I think
3: you're thinking of the circus, possibly, which is a little oh, bit different okay. than a carnival. Yeah. Okay. Where you would find clowns. You don't really see clowns at carnivals so much. Mm. But uh, at mm-hmm. a circus, absolutely. Circuses are... Yeah. They're lousy Talk with clowns. clowns. Yeah, they're, they're, they're riddled.
0: You know what would be fun? If we each try to come up with the scariest scenario we can involving a clown. Oh, my right. God. I just, the hairs on the back of my neck just stood oh, up. Oh, yeah. yeah yes. I'll Let's... go I'll go first if you guys want. Okay. okay. All right. It's a Sunday night, 2 a.m., and I'm driving into the country to go on a date, a late date, and my car country date. runs out of gas. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, no. And I pull over. And then a car comes up beside me. I'm like, oh, hopefully that person will help me. Yeah. And then the door opens. And then it's a clown. How scary would that be? Just a oh clown my God. in the country? Yeah. Absolutely. But really, what would you do?
1: A country clown? <laughs> mm-hmm. My God. Yeah. Well, I have one. Imagine, so you all know, well, you don't. You might not know Allison, but one of my biggest fears is fire and burning to death and, and dying into fire. And I'm sometimes I have a nightmare where I'm on a, a very tall floor of a building, trapped and it's on fire, and then um, the fire department shows up and they extend the ladder up there. And my only hope of escaping is going out that window on a, with a fire department ladder. But the fireman who comes up <laughs> to save me? He's all dressed as up in the fire gear, but he's a damn clown, yeah. and I have to decide whether I'm going to stay inside and uh, melt to death and die of burning, or go with my fear, who is a clown.
3: Yeah, that would be awful.
1: So we heard country clown yeah. and fireman clown. Do all you right. have one?
3: Well, okay, what about this? Um, you're at the funeral of your great aunt, okay. who's passed away. She was so elderly. Sorry. Well, yeah, I don't, right. I don't even have a great aunt to yeah, so this is fictional. That's okay. what we're doing, right? These things didn't happen to you guys? Yeah, no. Yeah, okay. Um, Okay. So let's say your great aunt, great aunt dies. She was old. So, I mean, it's sad, but not that.
1: Sad. You know, we, we're all going to die. Exactly. Yeah. Um,
3: you know, maybe it sparks some, you know, thoughts about your own mortality and yes. you sit and stew on that for a bit and you show up and you're just thinking, oh God, please do not be an open casket because those are already... Yeah. quite awful. Um, but you, you go, you realize it is. There's a long line of people waiting mm-hmm. to go and pay their respects. I can picture it. Right? And you get in the line and you're slowly moving forward and forward and then you get to the casket.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: There's a clown in there. Oh, oh God. Oh, God. Yeah. I just in? jumped out of my yeah. seat. Yeah. Great. For some reason, morticians did her up as a clown. Now, I don't... Well, if it was I, in her I, will...
1: <laughs> yeah, then, maybe.
3: But if it but, wasn't lawsuit. I don't know. Yeah, that's that would be that'd really ruin the funeral, I think. Oh my god, I feel that's
1: I freaky. feel insane now. Can
0: I do one more really quick? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're in hospital. You're having a major operation mm-hmm. on your penis. Okay. okay. Oh, I
3: can't relate to that, but I, okay. I I'll yeah. pretend or, to. Yeah.
0: You know, something else. Okay. Great. You're lying in bed. You're like, "Oh boy, this is a major operation. If this goes wrong, I'm in big trouble." So then they give you amnesia or whatever it is.
2: No, <laughs> they give you amnesia.
3: amnesia. <laughs> they give
0: you uh, uh, whatever. Amesthetic. Anesthetic. yeah.
3: <laughs> it's kind of amnesia, yeah, really. It, yeah, Am- <laughs> they, or,
0: <laughs> they should just jump to the middleman and call it that. <laughs> yeah. So they give you an anesthetic and you pass out and you fall asleep on the operating table. Oh, God. And then you wake up for a second and open your eyes and all around you. All the doctors are clowns. And then you shut your eyes and you have to fall asleep again. But you know, all the doctors doing this big operation on you are all clowns.
3: clowns.
0: Oh, God. That would be scary. That would
3: be really
1: scary. And they're all
0: laughing and doing weird stuff. And they're about to
1: make an incision on your... You know what? Yeah. yeah,
0: and they're like twisted clowns too, with black oh, makeup shit. and like earrings.
3: And I feel like clowns are notoriously dumb, right? Because what, like when when someone's a bit of a like, uh, you're like, look at this clown. You know what I mean? Oh, These yeah. guys should not be performing surgery
1: no. on you. That'd be oh. I don't mean to sidetrack us further, but can I do one another one of a, sure. of a clown that you would, a scenario you'd hate to see a clown in? <laughs> So you're a soldier and you die proudly for your country in the war. And you're a religious person. And um, I'll just use myself as an example. I'm a Roman Catholic. and I So say I have died in a war for Canada. Uh, for it's my country. For Canada, and no one else. For, my, for Canada. And then I, um, I'm religious and I die. And it's beautiful. I see the light at the end of the tunnel and I crawl toward it. And then I get out the other side and there are beautiful clouds and harps playing. And I hear a voice say... Welcome home, my child. And I know, I can sense that it's God who is welcoming me up to heaven. And I just see his big old feet, and I'm staring at them, and they're so big. And I, I gaze up to look up at God's face, and he's got a strong legs and a strong pecs from working out. And then as I get up, to, I look at his face. Oh, clown face. So and I, I scream, and I dig a hole in the clouds and
0: fall back down to earth. Wow.
3: God is Ronald McDonald.
0: Wow. Can you
2: imagine? That's spooky. At
0: least the food up there would be good. (laughs) Okay, the last one. I disagree. Sorry, last one. (laughs) Your wife's having an ultrasound. She's pregnant. She's got a baby. Well, congratulations. No, this is a a story. She's having a baby. And you can see on the little screen, the baby on the screen, right? You're looking at the screen. Oh, there's the baby. You can see it on the screen. Baby turns around. (laughs) <laughs> all clown face, and then it goes to, you. "What are you looking at, bitch?" Wait, it says that. <laughs> it t- that all it say? The baby says that to me, like ICP the... kind of thing. Yeah, imagine. Yeah, that's. Sorry for saying the b word, but it was just to really sell. Well, well yeah, it was a character. Yeah, it was a character. Yeah, it wasn't you. Do you have another clown uh, one before oh, we yeah, move on? Oh yeah,
3: this is this is quite. This would be quite scary. Um, doing your taxes. <laughs>
0: oh, scary enough. Scary
3: enough, right? Period.
2: Yeah. You're going to get Revenue Canada a, after you.
3: Yeah, you're an accountant. Guess what? He's a clown. <laughs> That's terrifying, right? Yeah. You're going to get audited. audited yeah. This clown, he doesn't know what he's doing.
1: I've done you expenses and you've uh, spent $40,000 on a rubber chicken. Oh he'd my say. God, I've never that heard was that a character. very good
3: clown. That's yeah. my clown
1: accountant character, and I'm available for bookings.
3: Yeah, I mean, you might not have to go to Niagara Falls. You could find local work. Can we talk about ghosts? Oh, absolutely. Uh, i
1: so happy you said yes. Yeah. Cuz uh, oh, I mean,
3: what kind of fear enthusiast/almost expert would I be if I'm not interested in talking Well, I'd about be asking
1: that question too yeah. if you didn't want to like no nope, pass.
3: <laughs> Do you what can you tell us about? Have you ever seen a ghost? Have
1: you what can you tell us I about ghosts? Not, Who are they?
3: I've not seen a ghost, but my father claims that he has. Like he very much believes in the spirits and the spirit mm, world. Oh god. Um he when he was younger, was playing Ouija. Ouija, you guys are familiar with Ouija? Ouija board. Mm-hmm, Ouija yeah. or Ouija, mm-hmm. Ouija. Ouija, whatever people pronounce it. And uh, he was playing that with his friend. And, uh, you know, they were doing that classic, you know, asking questions thing, moving yeah. out, the mm-hmm. play card moving around. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, both of them looked up at the same time and he says that they saw a woman. Oh, God. And they could both describe this woman. And it turns out that it was his great grandmother, my father's great grandmother, apparently. And yeah, like he was like, I saw it clear as day, so did my friend. Did he,
1: had he seen her in her lifetime?
3: I don't believe so. I don't believe so. So,
1: two boys,
3: how old were they? I would have guessed 10, but I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe older than that.
1: And these two boys whether yeah. were described or they saw this yeah. long dead woman. Wow. Wow. Yes. Yeah, that's so freaky. he's yeah
3: so he's really confident that ghosts exist. What did, and, she, what did she look like if I may ask? I you know uh, I'd imagine a pretty standard older lady mm. from mm. you know uh, past gone time.
0: Right, a past gone time.
3: <laughs> oh. I don't know exactly
0: what she looked like, unfortunately. Right, because it would be so. My, she wasn't in modern garb. She didn't have no, a mini no, skirt I don't on
3: believe an believe so. Was it no, the it was it the 60s Cause,
1: yeah i can imagine like a, a a ghost of a relative wearing like a mini skirt and like uh having like a bob cut
3: <laughs> yeah that would be kind of a, a not very threatening looking yeah, ghost what's, what's going on kind of with that okay. it,
0: it does seem as though ghosts from the 1800s are coming out of the woodwork we're right. not seeing ghosts from the 60s That's true.
3: Don't see or a lot the of 70s, 80s like an 80s, 80s. ghost
0: we're not mm-hmm. seeing a coked out uh, right you know um wall street dude you know, come, hanging out in a haunted hotel in Maine. So you're like, help me find Studio 54! <laughs> yeah. That'd be interesting. I mean, I don't think it'd be as scary as an old-timey ghost. Getting old, old period, is spookier. That's why I get Botox. Oh, you, yeah. You, you, looking at an old face is scary. It has is. that
3: helped you widen it, widen it up?
0: It has, quite a bit, actually. It gives you, well, just that little bit of extra roundness that... Uh, can really help you no, stay. But do you out.
1: honestly think the Grim you're going to fool the Grim Reaper if you have a nice big sort of Botoxed face that he's yes, going to come
0: by and go? Oh, he's it's too he's too young to die. I absolutely do because no, I think that is what would happen. You go, the- this guy's ripped because of my steroids. This guy's got a young face because of the Botox. Mm. You keep, think the keep Grim Reaper moving right on along? Pff,
1: I disagree. The Grim Reaper is not going to favor you just because you like are a gym rat.
0: Mm. Well. Agree to disagree on that. Have you ever seen a ghost, James? Uh I, I don't think so. Well, when I was uh, a kid, my friend Brian was at my house, and I love that name, Brian. Paint such a picture. <laughs> anyway, and uh, we were in my room, and then we both saw thought we saw we saw an arm reach into my room. <laughs> it's true. And then we thought, oh, it must be my mom. And then We went and sort of looked and then saw my mom drive up the driveway. Like we were alone in the house and we both thought we saw an arm in the room. Like an arm reach around the corner and go into the room. That could be, I don't know what that is. A movie.
3: Yeah, was it like... The (laughs) Arm. Yeah. Stephen King's The Arm. Imagine that. That sounds like a short story he's probably written already. I forgot
1: when I wrote The Arm. I was so uh, coked
0: up at the time. (laughs) I don't even remember writing The Arm.
3: Yeah.
0: Have you guys had any weird arm experiences? No,
3: never an arm. Was the arm naked? Did it have clothes it was, on it? Uh, just from, I don't,
0: I think it was, uh, I'm bad with details. It probably had a sleeve.
3: Okay. Um,
0: like a male arm? Was it a masculine hand? Mm, it was, it was. could have gone either way. Okay.
3: I, this is a little bit of um, an unrelated thing, but it reminds me of, I went to Haunted House in Niagara Falls once. Skyline Tower, not too Mm, far. Not too far. I don't know. I don't remember the name. It might not still be there. And uh, the whole premise of the Haunted House was, it was just completely black, and you had to find your way through it. It was was dark, so dark you couldn't see your hand really in front of your face, that dark. So I went in with my family, and we were all kind of like clutching each other. I think it was my dad and my brother and my sister, and, and we were kind of all walking closely together and then I, th- I believe people in night vision goggles or something so they could see us and oh, they'd come up unfair they'd come up and i remember a guy would just go who's your daddy what whispering what? who's your daddy into my ear which was Ew. odd because my dad was with me yeah so you it like was really like is- he's right here and Do you think he whispered it into your dad's ear as well? I don't think. It was very, it was very scary. (laughs) It honestly was truly the most, the the scariest haunted house. If I could have, like, that's, you know, great consulting on that haunted house, whatever fear expert was brought in, because that has stayed with me as one of the scariest And how old
0: were you at the time?
3: I was too young for that.
0: (laughs) Weird. Far too young. Imagine for that. he was actually just working for Ancestry.ca. <laughs> <laughs> Strange way to uh, uh, get a customer. Yeah. Well, you know, who's <laughs> Jenny? Well, let me tell you. Yeah. He just, <laughs> yeah.
3: Or he, he he's looking for his long lost children and he's just My constantly. God, like, yeah. Trying hey, here's to a, find here's a
1: funny question. Do you think that under the new uh, conservative government of Doug Ford, uh, who's the premier of Ontario, do you think Ontario haunted houses this year are going to take a little um, step to the right? <laughs> like. In what they say, or- become more like uh, extreme, like extremely conservative.
0: Well, it's just a question. they will probably be a little more for the everyman, and you know, you know, not be so hoity-toity. I could see that.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: Instead of the typical elitist, you know, university professor haunted house, you see these days. Yeah. Fair enough. I Come mean,
3: ahead. I think I think uh, for for most people, the fact that Doug Ford was elected is quite scary enough. Like that's quite it's almost, scary it's
1: almost like all of ontario is a haunted
3: house exactly i do i do think that maybe that,
0: you guys should uh pitch that as a uh short or something you're, you're being
1: facetious yes you're not being serious about us pitching that as a short i'm can sorry I, allison I'd
0: like it's to okay apologize. i don't
3: have the time to write mm-hmm. a short film right now anyway. oh, well excuse me can
0: i ask you guys a question yeah uh are you afraid of the dark Interesting. I'm going to be honest. I sometimes when I go to sleep, I if I sleep in pitch blackness, when I'm half asleep I think I see things in my room and sometimes I'll scream. That's true. Yeah. Yep. Full I do screen. hear the night Ask screams. Screams. Or Yeah. Or Mike when I'm here. Really? Honestly, I think I see. I, when it's half when it's too dark to really properly see, yeah. I'll even like I'll see a closet and I'll think it's a man or I'll see a hat on the wall and I'll think it's a flying thing. And and sometimes I wake up and I'm like, and then I scream in the dream, but my lips aren't moving properly. So I'll make a noise like, like that, honestly. Uh
3: So is this the thing that's happening while you're dreaming? Like you're half conscious, maybe you're almost waking up. So, so the room is still the room. Yeah. And you're there but then you're still waking up from that experience
0: yeah exactly so sometimes i leave a a light on in the hall or something because i don't want to wake up in the middle of the night and be like think i see a weird man and go
1: i would i would love it if a weird man actually was in your room trying to Mm. like murder you or like screw you up
3: it seems like you're kind of describing like a lucid dream
0: Oh, Possible. like when you know what's going on? Mm-hmm. Sleep paralysis, you can't... I think. It's, oh, have you hey, ever had that. sleep paralysis? I haven't, but let's it's talk awful. about
3: nightmares and sleep paralysis. Oh, yes, I've had sleep paralysis before. And it actually is... Um, what is that? It's when you're... Uh, I think it's the state between being asleep and trying to wake up. And you, you're kind of trapped in this where you cannot really move your body. It's basically you're paralyzed. Mm well asleep but you're very aware of it like you're quite conscious of the fact that you're caught at least for me i felt very caught in between these two states and i've had it a couple times and they all involve very similar things that happen so it kind of feels like a lucid dream at the start where i usually hear somebody in another room but i'm in my like i'm in my bed like a normal bed like my actual bedroom Okay. You know, if it's a bit messy, it's messy in the dream as well. And (laughs) I hear uh, people in another room, like my family or something, making noise. And then I look at a clock and the clock is just a digital clock and it's distorted. And I can't see it. I don't, I haven't had one for a while. I haven't had a digital clock in a long time. So this was when I was like much younger. Mm. And then I would, I would, there would be like, if my closet door was open, which i never sleep with closets open anymore after i've had these dreams and there would be like a shape in there like a shadow kind of like a shadow man type thing shadow man and yeah and uh it would kind of be coming towards me and would and i couldn't move i was completely <laughs> paralyzed and i could not move at all and sometimes i would like try to like throw myself off the bed and get wow. out of the room but it doesn't work because i'm complete like i can't move and then the dreams always end with me being like sucked up into a closet and then i like i oh force God. force force
0: awake oh but it's very strange God. yeah it's, that's it's very almost, scary i feel like what i was describing was like 25 percent of that i don't have yeah. all of that but yeah. a little bit of it full, that's full, scary full,
3: full it was very scary Do you wow. still have these dreams no it only ever happened in my in the house i grew up in Oh God! Yeah, that's which is really much worse. <laughs> Good luck whoever
1: bought that from else. <laughs> yeah, uh, take a look yeah. out. Uh, we'll drop. Uh, we'll knock uh, ten thousand dollars off the house price because there's a sucking closet and a
3: nightmare. Yeah, there's a there's a shadow that lives in the closet that yeah. might suck you
0: up every once in a while. It's weird how when you go to bed, um, sometimes you hear like you hear noises and think, "Oh my God, what is that?" And and then it's probably just the fridge clicking mm-hmm. on or house settling. <clears> they say. Yeah, the house settles. But then I think, why do I only hear these when I'm in bed? Why don't I hear them when I'm like not scared and awake and there's light? You know what I mean. But we probably do hear them. We just don't think about them. But That's then when right. you're lying in bed, you're like, "Is that a man who snuck into my place and is going to kill me?" Mm-hmm. Do you guys not think about this? Um, yeah, occasionally. Yeah, you should take these uh, observations to uh,
1: to the local Yuck Yucks comedy club and see they're not jokes. What, Mike. See what the
0: crowd thinks of them. They're honest, uh, like. They're what honestly happens to me. They're not jokes.
3: I think Jerry Seinfeld would disagree with you. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I think these are (laughs) observations that... Today's episode of Comedians in Cars drinking coffee
1: has been canceled because it's the lowest rated episode ever with guest James Hartnett.
0: Why?
2: (laughs) I'm not making
0: (laughs) jokes about the damn night terrors, Mike. Do you get any weird nightmares? Um... Funnily
1: enough, I do. (laughs) Yes. Um, Now, my nightmare doesn't involve sleep paralysis or lucid dreaming. It's basically that uh, it's sort of come true that I've been replaced in the one place where I feel most comfortable, which was my job at the CN Tower. Um, I've had a dream for the past like eight years that a sort of black tornado has come into the store, and everyone loves it. And then I get uh, transferred. Oh, and that's hmm. becoming a reality. Scene. Yeah, You're so living a nightmare every it's day. Really, really, like strangely specific as a nightmare hmm. that's come true. Yeah,
0: but um, yeah. Can I just say something quickly? When we were talking about lucid dreaming, there, I remember reading. You know how people on the internet now, there's, you know. People are so specific about things. There's some weirdo loser about every possible thing you could do. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I saw there's like a community of lucid dreamers. Like it's a thing. Oh yeah. They're like we're into this, and we give each other tips. And I read a message board, and it's like you know they have all you know people they make all these terms for things. Like probably like you know sliding or something probably means something. You know what I mean? Right. And they're like oh well here's my tips for lucid dreaming. You know I for 15 seconds before I fall asleep I pinch myself and then I do this and do that. And then I touch something in the dream. And then these people like, it almost seems creepy to me. They're like coming up with strategies to like control their dreams. lucid dream. What? To to lucid dream. Yeah. (laughs) But isn't that weird? (laughs) Like if, if you were really like, I'm passionate about my lucid dreaming. I put a lot of thought and effort into it. And then every night I, you know, probably, Make weird things happen in my dream. It
3: seems also like quite a bit of work. I wonder if you wake up rested, if you've had a real full night of lucid dreaming. Yeah, yeah. your brain doesn't seem like it's hitting that. uh, You know that. Why don't you just imagine it? Yeah, yeah. If you are write a play,
1: putting in that much effort, I think you should get paid for it.
3: That's right. That's right.
1: All all labor should be.
3: you know that does remind me I don't think this qualifies as the same as like the lucid dreaming but I do remember having a recurring nightmare as a child um, because I'd seen Jaws and it scared me I was very afraid of sharks well, even that though shark is yeah, enough to terrify anyone yeah and I was too young to see Jaws I think and I saw it and even though I was nowhere close to sharks I grew up in Collingwood on Georgian Bay no sharks there uh, didn't ever need to be I could actively avoid a shark but I still was so afraid of them that I was having reoccurring dreams and in the dream uh, my house was on the water and in order to get to my house you had to walk on a boardwalk but the boardwalk was almost like a waterbed. like It was like carpet oh, on the water. Wow. So it was very unsafe and there were sharks all over. There were sharks my like that God. would jump and like pick you off as you tried to walk to your house. You mentioned
1: Jaws just a moment ago and I've got to say that uh, I can't watch any Steven Spielberg movie without having nightmares for about a week. He is, I'm going to just shout him out, the master of horror. Uh, do you guys agree? I, I can't watch, I mean, Jaws, E.T., um, Schindler's List, Schindler's List, The Bridge of
3: Spies. The Bridge of Spies just scared you. Is that I right? saw that and I had to, I had nightmares for about the next two weeks. had to sleep with the light on. What about the Polar Express? Did he do that? I. He might sh- not have. It was I Tom think, Hanks. Well, but I who did.
1: did Hugo? He
3: d- that's no, Scorsese. that's Scorsese,
1: and is the Polar Express? <laughs> Let's say that. It was I Spielberg. thought it was Spielberg.
3: Spielberg, but it might not be. And uh, he did AI? S-
1: AI? AI? AI. Oh, 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 just hearing those letters and Saving Private Ryan and Band of Brothers,
0: and he, even movies he produced scare me. What it, What is your guy's scariest movie? Oh. What What do you think is the scariest well, movie it, you've ever it, seen? The
3: remake of it is up there, but I don't think there's a scarier movie than The Exorcist. It's so scary. Okay. Especially the the re the re release where they had um the the little girl come down the stairs in basically a bridge <laughs> like she was backwards on her hands and she came oh, down yeah. the stairs for some weird reason uh, I don't like that if you've
1: got a child and starts doing that kind of thing
3: uh, time to call the
1: doctor <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> send her, to day her camp.
0: send her <laughs> to camp for the summer yeah <laughs> <Camp> <laughs> just kinda needs kinda a bit of up. fresh air is all she needs oh uh, yeah. Well, I tell you, okay. I recently watched Annihilation, and that was very. I loved it, but that was very scary. Have you guys I've seen heard? That? It's I
3: haven't seen, haven't seen it, seen but I've heard it's quite quite that. disturbing. I also intense. saw Hereditary. Hereditary was really uh, I, intense.
0: I don't want to no, know. Okay, mild spoiler alert here, people. There's a naked blonde guy in the shadows at one point, yeah. and that is scary. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about, yeah, Allison? That yeah. naked blonde dude in the house. We saw it in the it, shadows. I
3: saw it in. Uh, In Toronto, uh, like on a Tuesday night, so I think it was cheaper and it was a packed theater and it was great because everyone was screaming. There was one point where there's, again, a bit of a spoiler, but there's something in a room and and, and, and something's up, kind of up a little bit in the dark so you can't quite see it right Mm -hmm. away. And one guy saw it and screamed, oh. which was a chain reaction of other people screaming, but no one knew what they were screaming about yet. So it was like, ah, ah, what? What are we screaming at? What, what, what? God. And then slowly everyone <laughs> saw what the thing was. It's very, honestly, if you like to be scared, it's a great movie.
0: I'm just going to say, oh well, my God. I think my my most scary, and it's a lame choice, and I know this, but Paranormal Activity really scared me because it's just this like found footage movie Absolutely. where they're lying in a bed, <laughs> And then you just see at night, like the door open and the sheets ruffle. Oh my God. And
3: she stands, the time-lapse, the use of time-lapse in that movie was very scary. Whoever was, um, you know, consulting on that, I think did a great job.
0: Very, very scary. I'll have to check out these movies sometime. Mike, your scariest movie? The scariest
1: movie I've seen recently, uh, and maybe of all time, is, uh, it's a documentary. Have you guys seen the documentary called Nobody Speak? It's the story of how one Silicon Valley billionaire managed to shut down uh, Gawker, The old website Gawker, Peter Thiel, uh, because he he had a bee in his bonnet that they uh, outed him, and uh, so he funded Hulk Hogan's uh, legal team to take down the website and now we have no more Gawker and just, it's the scariest story ever told. Right. I'd put that up against Hereditary or what's the uh, Annihilation any day of mm. the week. Come on, man. Were there, Because um... he sees parts of the Hulk Hogan sex tape. Whoa. Oh, yeah.
2: I, I've, I've seen that's that. That's scary. Yeah, Did he, you guys
1: see that? He ate too much pasta and he tells the, he yeah. tells his lover, he's like,
0: oh, I'm bloated and ate like a pig well, before I he makes love to her. Don't want to interrupt you, Allison, but it's really weird because there's like a shock jock DJ and he's like, Hulk Hogan, please have sex sex with my wife and then he tapes it and then hulk hogan's like thanks man and the the radio host is like yeah you guys just do what you need to do i'll be in the other room and then hulk hogan's like oh i ate too much pasta oh i feel sick and then they have sex it's not sexy Did you know that, Alison? I didn't
3: know Terrifying. any of that. Oh, it really gets... But I know what I'm doing this
0: evening. Yeah. You're watching the either the Hulk Hogan sex tape or the movie Nobody and, Speaks. And the DJ, the radio DJ, Bubble the Love Sponge, who... That's true. I'm not no. joking. That's his name. He's like a what? Howard Stern ripoff or whatever. He has like obsessed with wrestling and is like a childhood affection almost of Hulk Hogan. Like, Hulk Hogan, wow. And they became friends. So it's a bit almost like he's like, that's wow, I'm odd. friends with Hulk Hogan. And then he goes, oh, have sex with my wife. And she's uh, hopefully wanted to. Yes, yes, She's yes. game. Okay. Well, it certainly seemed that way. And it's oh a strange my. thing. Like, like I have, swingers, I guess. you know, oh I
1: idolize my. some people, but I don't think that, you know, I necessarily want, um, I don't know, Michael Ondaje to uh, have sex with the woman I was with. Um, yeah, it's a little weird, Bubba the Love's Bunch. Oh, my do, goodness. Do you think that it would be fun and scary to have a haunted house that is themed on the Hulk Hogan sex tape?
3: I think that sounds terrifying. Absolutely. I think you're onto something
0: there. He's a whole room full of pasta <laughs> that, he, that he's eating, and you know after he eats yeah, you it. You have to eat this like really starchy oh. pasta, fettuccine. Yeah, because he's, he's like, Italian. <laughs> Terry Balea is his real name. He's an Italian man. Yeah. yeah. I
3: don't want that mustache anywhere near my body. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Well, and
1: you're lucky you're not in the Hulk
3: Hogan yeah. sex tape. Sure. Yes, I'm. Yes, I'm well, you, quite lucky. True. I, I dodged that. Plus, I imagine
1: the <laughs> smell of the pasta sauce, like with he's breathing over your face. Oh, oh scary yeah. stuff! Huh. Before we go, can I tell you guys a scary thing I saw? That wasn't necessarily paranormal. It wasn't a ghost or a demon, um, Wolfman or anything like that. But I live uh, in this building. There's a restaurant called captain's boil that is a chain a bit of a chain restaurant
3: around i've heard of this is that the one where they put down the tablecloth and just throw the seafood on your table they give you discount seafood served basically in a garbage bag oh that's a nightmare and you get
1: sauces now there's one just around the corner from this building where we are and um all summer long it happened about six or seven times that there was i'd wake up in the morning walk by the captain's boil and there would just be a big pile of vomit (sighs) now that's scary (laughs) stuff Is is that true? Yes, it is true, yes.
2: So wow. that could be that
1: could be a Stephen King or a Steven Spielberg movie.
3: I, wow. I, I bet it is. I bet it's already a Stephen King story.
1: Imagine if it came to life. He writes enough stories, he writes it would be surprised. He's, absolutely.
0: Do you think he likes seafood? King?
1: Yeah, yeah he's in Maine. He's, of he's course he does. He's from Maine, of
0: course. The lobster, Fine. the crab, yeah. the, uh, uh, the oysters. Scallops. Oh, yummy. So is this Mussels. place that like...
3: You think that the food is so terrible that people are leaving and vomiting
2: It's right outside like it. the restaurant.
1: Unless it's like a destination place for people to go and vomit, like, as a, like paying tribute to the captain's boil. People travel <laughs> from around the city to come and like, almost like laying a wreath at the grave of the unknown soldier. People sort of like, it's a pilgrimage destination for vomiting.
3: Oh my gosh. Well, everyone head to the Captain's
0: Spoil. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hope they don't hear this. <laughs> yeah, Sue Michael. His name is Michael Blazo. He's on Twitter no, at Amazon.
1: Um,
0: well, uh, shall we take a break and come back with the game? Yes. Welcome back to the pod mess. Hi, everybody. We're here with Allison Hogg, Hello. fear expert. It's been a very scary episode. It's been a freak fest. Yeah, you're sweating buckets. Man. I am, yeah. That's how he does that every episode. Oh, really?
3: Is that right? Yeah, I'm no. a sweating
0: Sammy over here. Actually,
3: I think that's where the hot dog order is actually coming from.
1: Yes, You could boil a hot dog in my uh, my back. It's so sweaty and hot. Oh. And hot.
3: Yeah,
0: why
1: do you sweat so much? Is that a family thing? Yes. Um, all the men in my families are moist, and we oh. have big po- uh, like, sweat glands and pores, and it's just like constant dripping and drabbing of, of
3: sweat. <laughs>
0: interesting Even moist though, is a
3: is a is a bad what a bad word <laughs> sorry I didn't it's not a good word <laughs> it's a, it's just a gross word that's it makes me think it's not a bad word it's I,
1: I, it almost sounds like false advertising like I'm saying all the men in my family were in the band
0: uh, moist, moist which of yeah. course
1: isn't true that was David Usher and the gang um, I just come from a line of wet men <laughs>
0: I do wonder what uh, David Usher was thinking when he named his band Moist. And One American the... <laughs> listeners may not know yeah. the band. They were a big Canadian alt-rock 90s band. Oh, how many hits did they have? Silver. Re- Resurrection. Resurrection. Leave it alone again tonight. Right.
1: Leave it alone again
0: tonight.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so, uh, t- Tangerine? Or is that Bush. A tangerine doesn't ring a bell, but I know also not a great name for a band. Bush and
1: Bush Mush, together, one night only. Oh, <laughs> <that>, you think <laughs> it was <laughs> one of your strip clubs you were going to, eh, James?
2: <laughs> oh
0: God! Oh. David Usher solo as well had the hit "Black Black Heart," produced by Jeff Martin of the Tea Party. And we're trying oh, to get him as a guest. We are we're both of them Morse actually. Ted
3: over here. Oh both of yeah. Guys.
0: Oh yeah. Anyway, final segment of the show. Um, It's a segment that goes viral every time. Uh, There has literally not been one episode where this thing has not gone buck wild on the internet. And Mm -hmm. that segment segment is The Game. It's time for The Game, The Game, The Game. It's one of our super popular games. They always go viral and that is our aim. So sit back and please enjoy this game.
1: This week's game is, we're keeping with the theme of fear. We're going to go around the room and we're each going to say the scariest sentence that we can think
0: of. Mm. Mm. The sentence that to us is just scarier than any other.
1: Yeah. The thing you don't want to hear. So, um, Allison, do you want to go first?
3: Uh, Sure. I think uh, mine's quite easy. Um, It's, who's your daddy?
0: Yeah, oh, from yeah, the haunted very house. real.
3: The yeah, pervert good. in the darkness.
0: Has there ever been a time when saying "Who's your daddy?" isn't a terrible thing?
3: I I do not think so. I think it's unless it's you know someone saying to a child who's lost their father, mm. "Hey, who's your daddy?" But yes. even that would be "Who's, right, who's your daddy?" Just say "Dad." Daddy. It, yeah, you don't need <laughs> to building say. This building collapsed right.
1: and all the workers died. Who's your who's daddy? Your daddy. <laughs>
3: That
0: would be the only, but daddy would be a strange. Again, yeah,
3: just say father. Who's your? Who's your? What? Where are your parents?
0: I think, with the exception of referring to your own dad, and maybe your kind of young, daddy is never a good word. Do you let your son Pavel, uh, who's I believe ten years old, something like that? Do you?
1: Do you let him call you daddy, or what? How does he he calls me James? Like, is that
0: recent? A recent. No, thing? I'm not one for labels. And once he starts calling you daddy, they start expecting certain things from you, you know, right. attention and that sort of thing. Um, no, yeah, I'm not a big, I'm not a big fan of the word daddy. Period. No, all right, no. that's three of us. Then.
3: Moist daddy's even worse. <laughs> the moist, moist daddies—that'd be
0: a great name for like a swing group. <laughs> The big moist daddies. (laughs) Or it could be like a, it sounds like a a bug or a monster, you know, like, um, um, no, no, there's a bunch of moist daddies running our way. And then it's these frog men with maybe like fedora hats and they're running out of a bog toward you. And they're like, like, no, the moist daddies are going to get us. And they're all moist. I mean, this is just a fantasy. I don't know. Anyway. Any film producers listening, get in touch with James to make
1: that uh, notion into a a hit box office movie. You know
0: what? Maybe that'll be my next uh, project. Moist Daddy's the film. Moist Daddy's the film. We'll see. Allison, great uh, great one. Okay. Here's uh, my uh, scariest sentence, and it is, Hey, have you lost some weight in your face? And it's said, by my dream girl. Oh, oh no. God! You wouldn't yes. like that. No, right now that's my biggest concern. Got to stand out. Got to get out there. Uh, pickup artists tell you you got to got to do something that puts you apart from the crowd, and whether it's a crazy hat or crazy pants, or in my case, a giant head.
2: Hmm.
3: I wouldn't. I wouldn't take too much advice from pickup artists, though. Hmm. It's the way to go.
0: But they have such fun names, like, you know uh destiny and wild man and stuff like they give themselves crazy names did you know that
3: yeah. i didn't really know that mm. did uh,
1: you guys
0: know that they were banned from the eaton center
1: because pickup artists were bringing their uh clients and making them walk around and approach women because there are so many people in the eaton center and then they got banned
3: Yep. yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds about right
1: God. hey you see that woman at uh, the a and w go yeah. ask her on a date.
3: Do you know it's great when you're uh you know you're just a woman out there you're running some errands, uh maybe you need to return a blouse or something and uh you know a guy comes up and goes hey uh would you fall from heaven? <laughs> like, uh, You don't really need yeah. you don't you don't need you don't need to be stopped.
1: Are you an angel cuz you're returning a blouse and then you're like yeah. then his pickup <sighs> artist guy's like you you're not doing it right. Yeah. That's that? not how it goes. <laughs> Michael. My turn. So the scariest sentence I can think of Um, The scariest sentence I can think of hearing is this. I'm sitting at home um, in front of the TV, and I have my snacks and my Monster Energy drink uh, beside me. And just before my favorite show starts, there's a warning that comes up on the screen that says, Dear viewers, we are so sorry, but this week's episode of This Is Us has been canceled because we are showing an NFL game tonight. Sorry, and then uh, and if the, uh, the football match starts, That's, and I can't watch. This is us. You like
0: what? Even is this is us? It's a show about just regular people living their lives. Guaranteed one season, then canceled. Well, it's already on like season three. So
3: well, yeah. it's, it's a it's a it's a tearjerker of a show.
1: Yeah, I cry from the
3: first yeah. scene. Yep.
1: Until the
0: end of the credits. Yeah, it pulls on your heartstrings. What could be so sad? Every, oh, well, just regular I mean, it's, it's a lives?
3: multi-generational show, oh, so it's flashing God. back, and, and you realize the father has died, and, 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 you know, he was a really good dad, and he... Mm-hmm. Anyways.
1: This is us. We you should get together with two boxes of tissues yeah. and watch that show sometime. I actually think it
3: would be good for you to, to watch it, I think, um, maybe open up that emotional... Gate.
0: It's good to. It's healthy to cry. I don't. I don't need to open my emotional gate. Open your gate. I'm not opening I think my. You gate. should open your
3: gate, James.
0: Open your gate. Open, open your, your gate. gate. <laughs> I don't feel comfortable with this. All right. Okay. <sighs> well. Wow. My God. Well. Allison, thank you so much for coming on. You were so great.
3: Oh my goodness! Thanks for having me. And uh, you know, and if I talk to you next time, maybe I'll have I'll have that actual degree or master's well, or PhD, whatever I said it. it was. It's that uh, yeah, I'll be an actual expert. And you know, maybe I can bring some equipment along, and we can get sure. the heart rates. Uh, you Ooh. know, we could we could you know actually show you some pictures of scary things and see how <laughs> how it registers.
1: I'd love that. And if you need uh, anyone to uh, you know as a letter of reference to you know, I'm good. Thank- uh, I, I was just going to say that you, you
3: scared no, the no, yeah. shit out of me. Oh, okay.
1: And, and I would say that. Great. If you need that.
3: Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't. But thanks. <laughs> All right. just offering.
0: Uh, Mike, um, thank you again. Um, looking forward to another uh, fun week in your place. And uh, oh, yeah. Good luck at the Cylon Tower. Skylon. Skyline Tower. Why is
1: yeah, it, it called
3: the Skyline? Do you know that? I yeah. actually
1: don't know the origin of that. I uh, know it's on the sk- Sky- Skyline, might be a word it's related to. I don't know if the word Skyline was a registered trademark, and they mm. couldn't call it the Skyline Tower, so they had to call it the Skylon, Skylon? Tower.
3: Because they're just opposites. It sounds like.
1: Like, a cy- like a cyborg. Yeah. I am Skylon, but it's actually just a tower with a restaurant over the falls, and it's not as big as the CN Tower.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well... Best of luck there this week, Mike, and good luck on your commute. I'm sure you'll be listening to a lot of podcasts on the bus. Yeah. Um, And thank you, everyone, very much for listening.